Welcome to Sig Daddy's Wrestling Show. I'm your host, Skylar Sig Daddy Sigmund, and this is the weekend review for November 16th, 2020. Yes, it's been a while, but it's back. The weekend review is back. More episodes will be coming in the following weeks. Also coming up soon will be my Survivor Series 2020 pay-per-view review. That'll be coming up on Monday. Next Monday, so Monday, November 23rd, is when I'll have that up for you guys. Looking forward to that. We'll see what happens at Survivor Series. I'm just going to talk about that briefly here before I get into things, which includes Lena Vega's recent release from WWE and the Rascals signing with uh, WWE. But yeah, Survivor Series. It's Undertaker's 30 years in WWE. Undertaker's final farewell. Which I thought happened at WrestleMania, but it's happening here. Even though it's still not in front of fans. Which it won't be for a while. I think. I'm gonna. That's what I'm predicting. It's not going to happen for a while. I don't think fans will be around for a while since COVID. Numbers continue to rise again in the United States. Be careful out there, everybody. Hope you all are staying safe. But Survivor Series is coming weekend. Uh, Team Raw, AJ Styles, Keith Lee, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and Matt Riddle taking on Kevin Owens, Jey Uso, King Corbin, Seth Rollins, and to be announced fifth member of Team SmackDown. Not really hyped for this. It should be a good show. There should be good matches. Uh, Team Raw for the women's side. Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, and Lana, who's been getting put through tables week after week after week. They're trying to make her a babyface. I'm just not buying it. Maybe this documentary will help. This chronicle that they were promoting, that WWE was promoting today about Lana. Maybe that helps her get over a little bit as a babyface. We'll see. I haven't been buying it, but who knows. Uh, Team SmackDown, uh, Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, and two other members to be determined in a survive on, on a traditional, in a traditional five-on-five Survivor Series elimination match. Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn, Ross United States Champion versus SmackDown United States Champion. The New Day, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods taking on the Street Profits. So yeah, New Day, Raw Tag Champs, Street Profits, SmackDown Tag Champs, Asuka, the Raw Women's Champion taking on Sasha Banks, Randy Orton at this point, currently. This is before Raw, so I'm recording this before Raw, so we could see a new WWE Champion by the end of Raw, but I doubt it. I'll say it's going to be Randy Orton versus Roman Reigns at Survivor Series. Also, the New Day's defending their titles today, well, tonight on Raw, against uh, Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. That, I think, is more likely to happen. I think the titles may have a better chance of going to the Hurt Business then uh, the WWE title going to Drew McIntyre. So we'll see how that plays out on Raw. This By the time you listen to this, it'll probably be all over, but we'll see what happens on Raw. But this card, I am not 
I'm like, I'm looking forward to it. There's going to be some really good matches, I think. Really, the first one that kind of makes my eyes open up wide is Asuka versus Sasha Banks. They've had some really good matches uh, over the past few months. So that should be good. Uh, New Day versus Street Profits, if it holds, should be a good uh, tag team match. No titles on the line, which is okay, but this Survivor Series is lacking something because it is not, I'm not intrigued. I like last year for when NXT's when NXT was involved in it, I was like, oh, this is gonna be good. And it turned out to be a pretty good show. We had Adam Cole versus Pete Dunn, which was a show stealer. We had the Survivor Series tag match with NXT involved, and Keith Lee turned into a star that night. His recent booking hasn't helped him though in that case, but uh we'll see. But yeah, it's not, there's just something missing. There's not a lot of hype around this show. I felt like there was a lot more hype around last year's. There's really no stakes in this. There isn't really. What, brand supremacy? Yay, we've seen this 3,000 times. But it's all more so it's about Undertaker's final farewell. That's what it's really about. That's what WWE has been hammering in their marketing for the show which is kind of annoying because, you know, WWE marketing, we got to shove it down your throat. Shove it down your throat. Yes! I don't know. But Survivor Series should be an okay show, just not as uh, hyped for it as I've been in previous years, but still should be a decent show. But let's get into the news. Let's get into the news here. All right, let's address the proverbial elephant in the room. Zelina Vega getting released. What broke the camel's back on that? Justin Barrasso from SI.com reported that the straw that broke the camel's back really was the, was Thea Trinidad, Zelina Vega, uh, opened up an OnlyFans account. And this violates the third-party agreement Vince McMahon instituted a while ago regarding Twitch. So Trinidad uh, OnlyFans account, it features videos and uh, photos of cosplays, lingerie, swimsuits, all that stuff for a fee of $30. And Vince considered this a breach of contract and she resp- and he responded very quickly by terminating her contract. And sources close to the WWE informed Sports Illustrated that following discussions regarding Twitch, upper management had no choice but to release her. And it was WWE kind of sending a message saying this policy is going to be strictly enforced. And Trinidad, she's a popular streamer on Twitch, and she makes a pretty good much, pretty good amount of money from that. And uh, her and uh, Paige didn't really like this. They didn't like this third-party ban they were getting. And WWE did lay out one option for them, and that was to remain on sites like Twitch, They would have to share their account with WWE 
and make only a portion, a fraction, of what they were previously making. And WWE would receive a big portion of what they made on their Twitch streams. This, in my opinion, is not a good look for WWE. Thea Trinidad's Lena Vega said she supported unionization shortly before WWE put out the press release about her, well, release. And this is just not a good look for them at this point. They haven't handled the COVID crisis very well, first and foremost, and then they're not handling this very well. And this is leading to a lot of discussions about union. It is unionization. And WWE sent a message to their stars. If you're not going to be compliant with this policy, this third-party ban, then we're going to fire you, even if you are one of our biggest stars. And honestly, she is one of their best talents. Really. Best talents, honestly. She's a great manager. She is a fantastic talker. She's going to be missed by WWE. She was one of the people that was carrying Raw for months on end after Becky left and her, Garza, and Andrade were the ones carrying Raw for the most part. They were appearing in most every segment because they had such a limited roster at that point. But Vega is a an asset to any company she works for. She will be an asset for any company she works for, or if she can make more money on Twitch, which apparently she was making more money on Twitch than she was in WWE. So, you know what? You gotta make that money somehow, and if you can make more money on Twitch, <laughs> more power to you. More power to you. And good for her. Good for her. She wanted to send a message, and I think she did. But WWE also sent a message right back saying, if you don't comply with our policies, we're going to fire you. But I, I'm I'm for Vega doing what she did there. She sacrificed something to maybe make something happen. We don't know if it's going to do anything for other superstars or this third-party agreement ban. But we'll see how it plays out. Vince is very sternly against it. I know I get it. I think I get it. Because w, he wants to protect the WWE brand. That's what he wants to do. Because if somebody makes a bad comment, blah, 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 says something stupid, it's going to go look bad on them. But how often does that happen? Very, very, very rarely. And this, it's this along with that, this is what it's about, money. They want to make money. They don't want their superstars making more money than them. They don't want superstars making money on their own. If they're not using their WWE names, that's fine. If they are using their WWE names, I get it. But if they aren't using their WWE names, you know what? They can make their money any way they want. Because I I don't understand. There is so much gray area with independent contractors, this status that WWE superstars have, that it's... I don't know. It's just incredibly confusing. And I don't get this third-party ban thing. I get part of the reason why they're doing it, but at the same time, it's like, really, you're preventing these guys from making more money to provide for their families? Whatever. But, yep, Zelina Vega released from WWE. And honestly, congrats to whoever picks her up, eventually picks her up. Because you know what? 
you're going to get a huge asset to your company. A huge asset. And I honestly, this is just my personal take. If she's going to go anywhere, she's going to go to AEW. Because they support their superstars, their talent. And they allow them to have their Twitch streams and make money off of it. And WWE obviously doesn't do that. Not that I'm saying this. I'm not saying that AEW should go pick up every single WWE superstar. No, I'm not saying that at all. But really, with AEW's policy on Twitch, why not? Why not? And really, she'd be a huge asset for them. Impact Wrestling, where she's worked at before, they could pick her up too. So we'll see how things play out, but I'm going to give Zelina Vega a round of applause. Good for you, Thea Trinidad. And then, another bit of news coming out of the uh, big place out of Stamford, Connecticut. The Rascals. Impact Wrestling's trio. They're expected to sign with WWE. So last week on Impact Wrestling... They were in the treehouse, and they were apparently being evicted because they hadn't paid rent in two years. So this next week will be their last match in Impact Wrestling. According to Raj Giri, the the trio is expected, actually are heading to WWE, and Wrestling Inc. has learned that the group has a standing offer from WWE. They haven't officially signed it yet, but it's just be consider- according to this article from Raj Giri, it is just considered a formality and they're expected to join the company. So these guys, these this trio, has got a lot of talent. Trey Miguel's probably the biggest star out of the three and he's got an incredibly athletic moveset. All three of these guys have really, really good movesets. They're incredibly athletic. Uh, Wentz and Desmond Xavier work really well as a tag team. They have that cool finisher where one of them jumps up and they push him into a moonsault. It's a pretty cool-looking finishing move. And then Trey Miguel has that sliding, like, he slides on his knees. He has, like, a power slide. That's what he calls it. He calls it, like, a power slide outside of the ring. It's very, very cool. Hopefully they don't alter their characters to a ridiculous extent and then completely just ruin them because I have a feeling they might be doing that. They might do that. They might relegate these guys to 205 Live and just completely split them up, which I could very honestly see. But you know what? WWE seriously needs some tag teams. I think these three are heading to NXT. I feel like they would be. I feel like they would send them to NXT before they'd bring them up to the main roster. But honestly, they need tag teams on the main roster because there is about zero. About zero. I just hope they handle them better than what I've seen from previously signed uh, independent talent. Keith Lee, they brought up from NXT. Man, hey, I'm kind of down on him right now. I hope he gets better for him. They took away his entrance music, which I get. But they haven't booked him well at all. He's been booked terribly. You know, they'll say this. Oh, he's been booked into big matches with these big guys. But he's been booked in crap finishes every single match. It's some smoke and mirrors type thing. But that's for another time. 
But here with this, this trio, I'm excited to see what they do. They have, they're, they're a great trio. They got a lot of potential. Hopefully they get used to their fullest potential. I see them personally being used on 205 Live. That's just my opinion on that. That's it for the weekend review. Coming up this week on AEW, got an AEW tag title match with the Young Bucks taking on independent tag team top flight. Cody Rhodes and Darby Allen versus Ricky Starks and Brian Cage. Orange Cassidy versus Kip Sabian. An NWA women's title match. Serena Deeb taking on Thunder Rosa. Pack versus The Blade. The Inner Circle in Las Vegas. Kenny Omega and John Moxley signing their contract for their AEW World Championship match on December 2nd. It should be some good stuff. That, along with Survivor Series, that's coming up this week. Uh, Survivor Series coming up on Sunday. So I hope you all enjoy some wrestling this week. I'm looking forward to it. My birthday's on Friday, so if, if you want to, you can send me a happy birthday on Twitter at SigDaddyWrestle or Instagram at SigDaddy.Wrestle and also on Facebook at Sig Daddy Wrestle. And make sure to hit that subscribe button, punch it, kick it, super kick it as hard as you can. You can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, the iHeartRadio app, and many, many other podcasting platforms. Some new content coming to you soon, including a look back at AEW's first year on TNT, the highlights, the lowlights, Have they differentiated themselves from WWE and NXT enough? I'll let you know about that. Give you my take on everything AEW on TNT from their first year. Not sure when it's going to drop. I'll keep you updated on here and also on Twitter at SigDaddyWrestle. Coming up this week, I'll have the weekend review up on Sunday this week instead of Monday because I'll have to do the Survivor Series review, so stay tuned for that also. But, yeah, plenty of great stuff coming to the show here soon on Sig Daddy's Wrestling Show. But until next time, this is Sig Daddy signing off. Thanks for listening, and so long, everybody.